the minute you make that first step and you make it public, what you're mm-hmm. doing, you're now you're going to have to actually do it. And that's, what's really going to get you to finally say, okay, time's up. Like, let me just get on with this, you know, because now people, people know about your quote unquote secret. Hey Queens. Yeah, you. you know who you are. God, come on. Go ahead and put that crown in your head. Now tilt a little to the left. Now a little to the right. Perfect. Now let's get to work. Because we know you got big goals. And you got big dreams. And not afraid to let them know. Why? Because you step into your purpose. You speak out on your faith. And you shift up in your journey. Because you a boss. Welcome to the podcast, Drop the Expiring Act with your host, Veli of QueenBayGoals.com. Reminding you that you are a queen before anything else. It's your life and your goals. Make it royal. Alright y'all, go ahead and work that crown. Four years. Four years. For four years, she sat on the idea of her podcast, which is now one of the top-rated podcasts streaming on Apple and where we can find most major podcasts. This week, we are talking to our guest, Shireen Kassam, funny brown girl, about how she went from inaction to her creative breakthrough. So take a listen. So welcome to the Drop the Aspire and Act podcast. This week, we are talking with our guest, Shireen Kassam, entrepreneur, podcast host, and creative. So if Shireen, can you give us a little bit of bio about yourself? Sure, I'd love to. I, uh, I, c- I consider myself a creative side hustler. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a stand-up comedian. Um, that is my number one passion. Uh, I also have the podcast where I spotlight creatives of color And then I have a side hustle CBD business online. So I have an e-commerce store where I sell CBD. And then I have a full-time job. (laughs) And um, yeah, and that's about it. So yeah, I keep busy. Right. So this is exactly why I was calling the podcast Dropping in Action. Because how did you go from in action to like this list of things that you're doing? Yeah, so I'm, I'm one of those people like who overanalyzes everything. And then I realized after a while, I was like, you know, I overanalyze everything. And then people get started and I'm left just standing here waiting for the right time and the right moment. So I just need to start doing things. So like, I mean, this pandemic, this COVID thing has been amazing for me because like I've started <laughs> writing a one person show. I'm going to start doing a digital, a digital online course. I'm going to start like oh, doing wow. all these things because I'm like, I, there's no time to waste. Like, let's go. Like this COVID thing really like put a spark in me. <laughs> That's interesting. Cause it put a spark in some people and others. It's like nothing is happening. And, and it's so funny because it, when it happened in March, I was getting in just starting my podcast and I'm like, now I have to do the podcast and I have to watch the kids and I have to make sure we're doing work. I'm like, when is it going to end? <laughs> right. No, I mean, it's been tough. I won't, I won't say it's been like the easiest, COVID hasn't been the easiest me. I'm, I'm furloughed from my job right now. Okay. Uh, So there's a, there's stress. There's definitely a lot of stress, financial stress, healthcare stress. I don't want to lose my health insurance. I'm so big on that, but it's also like, I don't know if I'll ever have this time again, you know, where it's like somebody is, I mean, granted, I don't know if I have a job or not, but I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not starving. I'm not like stressing out financially yet. I'm a little bit stressing out, but not too much. But it's like, when will I have this time again to like get things done, like move things forward? And, and I can't just sit here and wait because I realize that the more I wait, 
other people are just going. People are still moving. <laughs> right. So what do you think was happening in that year when you were aspiring and you just decided I'm not, I'm not doing it? What was happening in that year? What was happening in your head? I was scared. I wasn't sure if my idea was good. I wasn't sure if it was the best idea. I wasn't sure if I would still care about the idea a year from now. I wasn't sure if I thought about everything. Was the website perfect? Was the launch plan perfect? Right. Was, was, was it like, for example, like with the business, with the CBD business, it was like, do I have the right products? Um, how am I going to get people to come here? I just kept making excuses because I was scared that I might fail. Like I might not be able to do it. And I think, I think the hard part, especially is like for me as a woman, as an immigrant woman, I've watched my parents move to America and make a life for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I always get scared. Like, what if I can't do that? What if I, I don't have it in me. Um, and so for me now, it's just like, you know what, just try it, do it. Like if you fail, you fail. What's the worst that's going to happen? Exactly. Like yeah. with the podcast, I waited four years to start a podcast. Oh, wow. Four years. Cause I was so scared. I was like, what if it's not the right topic? What if people won't listen? What if I pay all this money? But at the end of the day, like the investment to start a podcast is like less than a hundred dollars. So why, why was I waiting? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like a hundred dollars. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's like, okay, fine. I won't buy a pair of Jordans this week, you know, like, I, <laughs> right. I, I, but, and I can sell the equipment. It's not like you can't sell the equipment. Right. So I just, I just started realizing like everybody's moving forward and I'm still sitting here. Right. So was there anyone else who was a catalyst to helping you actually to jump forward or was it just, you were just tired of being in the same spot? You know, so I was, um, this is weird. I was dating a guy for four years. <laughs> when I say it's weird because, and I'll get to it, but he really, I started dating him and he was doing all this creative stuff. And I remember on our first date, he was telling me he was writing a screenplay and I just was mesmerized. I was like, I've always wanted to write a screenplay. Mm -hmm. He's like, so why don't you do it? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. I don't know where you go. I don't, I had all these excuses, but really right. it wasn't that hard. It was like, you, you buy a book, you read a book and you write a screenplay. And so he was the one who really was like, you want to do a podcast. You're funny. You're on the radio. I, that's how I heard about you Do a podcast. People will listen to it. And so I just needed that confidence boost. It's funny. I get on stage and I can make people laugh, but uh -huh. like, I guess I was missing that confidence in myself that I could do something. So tell us a little bit more about the podcast. You've mentioned that a few times. Tell us more about your podcast. So I, um, so when I started doing comedy, um, I felt like I didn't have enough mentors. Like I didn't have people who looked like me, mm -hmm. um, and specifically like women of color. There was no woman of color per se that I could turn to and ask for advice. And this was, this was like five, six years ago. This is before the big boom of stand-up comedians. So now, now there's a plenty to choose from, but yeah. this was back in the day. And then I wanted to do acting and I wanted to do radio. And the question just became is how do you do these things? How do you be successful? So the podcast, I find successful creatives of color who are open to providing informal mentorship via a podcast. So I'll have actors, singers, YouTube personalities, and they'll share with us like their strategies. How did they win? How did they find success? And, and how can we recreate that? Um, because a lot of times like our peers and by our peers, I mean our, our Caucasian friends mm -hmm. always seem to know someone, right? They always seem to be able to make they a phone call. They always have a connection, right? Right. And I, my parents, my parents don't know anybody in the entertainment space. Like, I don't know anybody in that space. My, my people don't do that. Like, <laughs> so, so it was hard. And so the idea behind the podcast is like, let's use the knowledge that's already out there and let's help each other um, get to the top. 
And it was interesting. I listened to one of your episodes and you were talking to somebody who was working with um, Ava DuVernay. I can't remember the guest's name that was on the podcast. She was a writer and she had just like up and moved to California. Didn't have anybody there. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, Felicia Pride. She's amazing. She was 40 years old or 39 when she just decided to up and move to LA. She was like, you know what? I'm tired. I want to be a writer. I'm moving to LA and I'm going to write. And this year she actually released her first short film. Um, and that was one of her other goals. And she started her own production company and she put out her first film and it's premiering at um, the American Black Film Festival in a couple weeks or well, couple, well, this is in the summertime. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that story was so interesting. And it's so, it's so like a lot of us, we don't have the people that look like us in the spaces that we're trying to get to, or we don't have the connections. And it's just one of those things that keep us in our aspiring faces versus just going out there and trying to do the thing. So tell us a bit more about your comedy shows. Yeah, I mean, that that was something that I didn't enact on. I don't know if that's, what's the, what's the opposite <laughs> of enaction? Right. <laughs> like, so I never wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I actually didn't even know what stand-up comedy was. And I went to my first comedy show in my mid-20s. And I just remember sitting there watching these men do comedy and thinking to myself, like, they have nothing to say. Like, I have something <laughs> to say. Like, they literally are talking about their dogs. Oh, like in wow. their genitalia and like, oh, I, like let's get up there and use the platform for something important right and so i'm muslim and so for me i really wanted to use the platform to talk about um the impacts of being muslim in america and so i literally that night i watched this comedy show i went and asked for my money back because i was bored and i was like <laughs> i was like i should get my money back and the guy oh, goes wow. i know right i was so cocky and i'm not really a cocky person i don't know i don't know I was it was just that, that bad it was that bad <laughs> <laughs> and I was so sober, I think. <laughs> and so the guy goes, he goes, it's not that easy. It's not, it's not that easy to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And I scoffed. I was like, ha ha ha, it can't be that hard. And here I'm like an introvert. Like I don't like people. I don't, I'm, I'm like, I wrap this. Another reason the COVID thing is working for me because I don't have to go to the office and talk to people. Right. Like I mm-hmm. love not talking to people. So and nobody ever told me I was a class clown or I was funny. And so I'm like laughing at this guy. I'm like, I can make people laugh. How do you do it? And he told me about this class that I should take and a book I should read. I did it. And he said, okay, I'll book you. And you, if you make people laugh, I'll give you your $20 back. And that was it. I fell in love with stand-up comedy. Like for $20, I like dedicated my life now to stand-up comedy. (laughs) That is so cool. That's a cool story. So, Yeah. So that's one thing that you were not like aspiring on. You just took the comedy and you I ran did. with it. I did. I don't know why. I guess maybe when you're younger, there's less fear. There's less sense of risk. Right. Interesting. So tell my guests where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me all over the internet. You can go to funnybrowngirl.com. From there, you can find my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all at funnybrowngirl. And then my podcast is also there. It's called Creative Breakthrough. Okay, and I will drop all of the links in the description so you guys will be able to find her wherever she's at online. I also want to um, mention the quote for the podcast. So our guests are providing the quote for this podcast. Can you share with us the quote that you have for the podcast? Yeah, I'm just going to, let me look it up real quick because I always say it wrong. Oh, (laughs) I have it if you want me to. I I got it. You ready? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite quote, and this is like the quote now that I live by, like this is, I should get it tattooed on me, but it's too long. Uh, And I really want to lose weight. So I don't know how that would look. (laughs) When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I wouldn't have a single bit of talent left. And I could say I used everything you gave me. 
So why did you choose that quote? Because I think that's how I, I now live my life. Like once I, once I set up the podcast and the online business, I'm just like, you know what, God, God's given me this talent, this creative brain to put things out there. And so I just need to keep putting things out there. And I, and what, what I love about my, what I love about what I do is I'm helping people too. And so I definitely want to keep doing that. Like I kind of, I want to keep putting out those podcasts and keep putting out like other business ideas that help people grow. And so I don't want to, I don't want my life to end where I didn't, I didn't get to do everything I wanted in that space. I love it. I love that. So what is the biggest tip before we close up? What's the biggest tip that you would give to anybody who just stuck in their aspiring phase and they're still like researching, they're still waiting for that perfect moment. What is the biggest advice that you would give that person? Just start, just do it. Just put something up, like start, just start putting things out there. Even if it's really small, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can put up a landing page. You can put up a coming soon page, but start getting the, getting the word out there because the minute you make that first step and you make it public, what you're mm -hmm. doing, you're now you're going to have to actually do it. And that's, what's really going to get you to finally say, okay, time's up. Like, let me just get on with this, you know? because now people, people know about your quote unquote secret. And I think that's what really helped me. Like when my ex-boyfriend found out about all these things I wanted to do, mm -hmm. these secrets now became in the open and I didn't have anywhere to hide. So you've got to start telling people, even if it's like telling your mom and your dad or your best friend, like have someone to go tell so that you have to actually go do it. And kind of like a, a cutability partner. They'll be like, yes. what's going on with that thing that you said that you were doing? Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I think sometimes it has to be more than just a accountability partner in the sense it has to be somebody that you don't want to fail in front of. Okay. That's awesome advice. Because I, like because I feel like if you don't want to fail in front of them, you're actually going to go do it. But an accountability partner, sometimes I'm like, man, who is that person? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I'm going to just delete them off Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it has to be somebody that we don't want to fail in front of. I like that right. advice. So that's why even if you post it on social media, now you can't fail in front of however many friends you have. You know what I mean? Like, get it done. Right. And people also, I think people forget we have a new cycle brain, right? So if you go and do something, like say you put out a podcast and then you decide you don't want to do it, people aren't going to remember. You can change it. You can pivot it. You can move it in a different direction. We have such short-term memories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to know, like, and nobody's even going to question you. They're just going to be like, oh, she has a really good idea. I like what she did there. You know what I mean? People are rooting for you. At the end of the day, I think people are rooting for you. I mean, there's going to be one or two people who really hate you and despise you, but the rest of the world is rooting for you. And so just take that momentum and go with it. That's very Sorry, that's a advice. lot of advice. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, I love it all. And I'm going to keep all of that in there. I'm not cutting any of it out. All right. So thank you for speaking with me today about dropping in action. And you went from dropping from in action to like a list of stuff. That is Girl, so great. I I'm only getting started. In one year's time, you're gonna see me on billboards. I'm gonna have a sold out one person show. And then afterwards, I'm gonna be peddling my CBD and my <laughs> digital class. <laughs> so that means you'll be back on the podcast next season and tell us about all these great things. That oh you yeah, and the podcast is gonna be, Spotify is gonna buy up that podcast. I'm gonna be sitting up there with Joe Rogan and like, you know, just kicking, kicking it, kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we can't wait to see all the great things you have coming. Thank you. All right. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you guys come back and listen to more. We'll have more great guests this season and come back and listen to the next episode. You have been listening to another episode of Drop the Aspiring Act. If you're looking for more information of this podcast and other episodes, 
please visit queenbagels.com. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-A-E-G-O-A-L-S.com. All right, y'all. I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.